Thank you for downloading, or in the case of Begumita, streaming, not radio. But remember to be careful where you step, because it's slippery when wet. I'd like to start this week's Yapcast with a proverb from the Iwalwa. The where? The Iwalwa. Okay, sorry. The who? The Iwalwa. Based where? The Iwalwa are from Bobo Diolasso in Burkina Faso. Spell it, please. The Bobo uh, D uh-huh. A Loso. Right. In Bo Kina Faso. Got it. Of course, you know what the capital is. Hey! Sima, you know. The... I do. Come on, please. I know. Okay, I know in your day it was called Upper Volta, but Burkina Faso. <laughs> please tell. Yes. In my day. Back in the day. How old do you think I am? Old enough. Are you first tell us? <laughs> It's completely slipped my mind. Can I Google? What was iguana called before? Ay! Wagadugu! 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 Shame upon me. A big girl. Like you. But back to the Iwalwa. They say the porcupine may not experiment with sex positions, but it knows that rabbit urine is a very effective pesticide. Hence, it's clean pantry. I have have questions. questions. I knew it. Porcupines? Yes. Well, I think it's safe to say that it would be difficult for a porcupine based on its 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 um physiology. Eh. The spikes or whatever. Uh-huh. I understand that they must have a, a limited number of sex positions that you this can one. safely do. This one. Eh. Missionary. Missionary? Yes. No, but how? Can they do anything but missionary? They must have they a They must wa- have touching soft underbellies for them to procreate. <laughs> No, but you see, that means, that means one porcupine would have to roll over. And because of the spikes, it yeah. might be a bit difficult for yeah. now the other one to climb on. No, but the first wait, mm. if they lamuzad them like this, eh? uh-huh. they make them sleep, uh-huh. right? You see, eh? hey. and then they just lie on their back like this. Uh-huh. Then they proceed. Unless, Unless what? they do it when they're lying on their side. Okay. And then somehow merge they're, genitalia. There are no, no porcupine spikes on their side. There are spikes spikes on their side. You know what? I can't believe we're debating Pokemon sex positions. But anyway. Yes. You mentioned rabbit urine. Yes. As a pesticide. Very effective. And you also mentioned the porcupine having a pantry. Yes. But anyway, why would a porcupine have a pantry? You guys, do you know what a pantry is, you man? What is a pantry? It's like, it's a store. Uh Uh-huh. First here, we call them stores. Uh Uh-huh. You see, you have your car store. That's Uh where you keep your posho. Uh Uh-huh. You know, things that need to be kept in a cool, dark place. Uh-huh. That's your car water port. Uh-huh. Uh, that's where you keep it, in the store. Right. Mm. Now, you have seen the porcupines. Yes. Right? Do you see how the porcupines are? Uh-huh. Right? It, it goes to sense that porcupines, of course, must have some storage facility. Either it is for their hair products or spike products in this case. Or even storing food. Are you saying that they don't store food? Are you saying <laughs> that the porcupine will not have the good sense to stock up on supplies? Well, well, you what? see, also, because you mentioned uh-huh. yeah. that these porcupines are in Burkina Faso, so yes. it's not like they have winter to contend with. First of all, I also have questions as to whether or not they're porcupines. They may not have winter in Burkina Faso, Faso <laughs> but... They may not have, hmm. but they're things like drought. So Hamatan winds we are causing, they're just wreaking havoc on the weather patterns of Africa. Uh, so, do you know what porcupines eat? Uh, I'm thinking probably a lot of foliage. That's another question. Uh, uh, things disappear. Like what? Are they the only ones who are eating said foliage? Well, probably not. When you go into the ecosystem of the of the savanna, uh, yeah, okay, but especially wait. especially Burkina Faso, mm. which is close to the Sahel, mm. right? So the the desert is creeping in. Uh, what they used to eat may not be there tomorrow. Uh-huh. So you stock up. Okay. You understand? So the moral is the moral is, 
do not go straying beyond what it is that you are capable of. Mm-hmm. Don't go in those positions that you can't handle. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Thank you. You stick to the rivers, rivers and, and the lakes that you're used to. Yes. Uh, Thank you. <clears throat> Mic check. One, two, one, two. Ready. Hey. Stop picking your cupintos. Hey. We're about to start. Sorry, sorry. Say. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the eighth wonder of the world. Now choose it to the motherfucking greatest. This is the show your mom warned you about. But just like masturbation, you do it anyway. This is not radio. Be in class. Yes, Milan. Round the table we go. That's Sima, a.k.a. Did you carry your umbrella today? A.k.a. Aotewali Kuba. A.k.a. Tukoya, tukoya sausage. Sausage, yeah, no. And that's K.K. A.k.a. A.k.a. Rev Time. A.k.a. And I'm Rudende, a.k.a. Afazali Duro, a.k.a. How is that umpire? A.k.a. Oh my guys are ballers. Oh my guys are ballers. Oh my guys are ballers. This is not radio. Grading the path towards joy and math. So you guys, in this era of uh, social media, alternative facts, you know, I think we've all learned to be very, very careful and to take everything that we read and even see on social media with a pinch of salt. Yes. Yeah. Actually, take a whole bucket load of salt. Exactly. Now, uh, Redundant, it's interesting you mentioned buckets because there was a story, uh, two stories actually that caught my eye for different reasons. Mm-hmm. One, because it was linked to the country where I was born. Okay. And the other story, because it was linked to chicken. <laughs> <laughs> now, you might be wondering where the link is. I, I'm, I'm here wondering. But there was a story during the rounds uh, on social media this week about some guy in South Africa who posed... As a KFC official. So he was visiting different outlets, uh. pretending he was doing quality checks. So he'd be like, what? Those wings, you first bring and I taste. Uh-huh. The, the sauce, you first bring this one. So he'd be like, when I... Hey, those ones. Hey. Well done. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was doing this for months. Hang on. This guy went impersonating a KFC... Official. Official. So he'd like visit. one of the higher ups. Yes. Quality control type guys. Listen. Mm-hmm. And... It, it got so bad, like he did it so well that even other employees in different outlets got to know because they were like, the guy is coming. Uh-huh. Okay, so first make sure the oil is fresh, uh-huh. you know, make sure the chips are on point, uh-huh. you know, give him extra packets of ketchup uh-huh. because uh-huh. you know you only ever give everyone else what two. You do, man. Uh-huh. Those things. Um, until they found out that the guy was a fraud. But meanwhile, the guy had been eating chicken for like three weeks. Only well, getting 40 chicks. Yes. That guy reminds me of some guy in fellowship. We used to go around sampling everyone, just saying, listen, I need to know if you're ready for marriage. Eh. But it was like a pastor I used to touch it, like, but you know, I need to know if you're ready for your husband. Eh. So let's see if you're ready in the spirit. You see? Amina. Those mm-hmm. ones. Yes. So that guy, you know, um, I was quite inspired. In fact, a lot of people were tagging me saying, this is Sima's African brother. I was like, hey. Buena. Mm. We all love chicken. Yeah, exactly. But now the other story that also made me sit up and think, hmm, was about King Swati. Of Iswatini. Hey! Hey, Swaziland. He has like what, like, now they're 17? Uh, he has like 15 wives 15 now. 15 now. Yeah. You can call so, it like King Toothbrush, right? Because Muswati is like Muswati. Muswati. Okay, my bad. Muswati. Sorry. Ah. They are ronky. Ah, ah. You, you carry on. Can you fuck us, please? Huh? Fuck us. Fuck us. Yes. Fogas. Anyway, so King Muswati allegedly came out and said, listen, we have more women than men yeah. in this little country of ours. Mm-hmm. So, from June 2019, mm-hmm. it shall be passed into law yeah. that every Swazi man must worry more than one wife. And if you don't, mm-hmm. you'll go to jail. First wait. You must. You must. Eh? Huh? Polygamize. 
That is it. Uh, yes. We love to invent words here. Oh, well, but it's not like mess up with his cup plan because like every year he has that, you know, show no. me your boobs, I fill him. No, because for him he's okay. Yeah, but he's 15. saying, listen, I, I'm opening it up to the right. men now. Uh-huh. You know, demand them. Yeah. It's not just about me as the monarch. Uh-huh. You guys also enjoy. Yes. Yes. As, as, a good as in guys, I have tried. Yes. I need help here. Mm. I'm tapping thing. out. Exactly. I'm calling for backup. Now, I know you're probably wondering what a story of a polygamous king encouraging his subjects to be polygamous has to do with a bucket of KFC. I do know. Mm. Chicken, mm. right, mm-hmm. gives you energy, mm. right? Uh-huh. And it helps you with your webos. Right. Right? So if you eat a lot of chicken, yeah. you're very virile. And you can service more than one wife. Yes. Okay. I'll give you a conservative C- minus for effort. Can I try again? You are wrong. Can I, no, no. Can yeah, I it was a good effort. It was a good attempt. Yes. But you are wrong. Okay, but can I try again? Uh, okay, fine. I want to redo. Go on then. Chicken mm. has breasts and thighs. Women have breasts and thighs. He got it. Nalobale. Yes. Yes. Let me go and talk to the Nyongo. You are wrong. <laughs> no, actually, both these stories were, A, released online by the same journalist. I use that term very loosely. Okay. And B, both found to be fake news. Oh. Hey. Both stories are Crap. fake, people. Hang on, hang on. I was quite disappointed. I was about wait, wait. to move so, to Switzerland. There's the same, the same guy. The same guy. He's called like Teddy or Tieno, Teddy, Teddy Eugene. He has like two names, uh-huh. pen names that he mm. uses. He's got okay. like two bylines. So um, it turns out that he's, you know, KFC came out to deny the story. Mm-hmm. And I hear that King Swati himself said, ah, no, I am the polygamous monarch. Me as me, I am the one who's married, allowed to marry more than one wife. I'm the boss of here. Exactly. Yes. But, but, but hang on a second. This mm. is a t- Wait, mm. Teddy Eugene? That one. He's verified. Hey. So he's like supposed to be a credible source. And now stuff. you see? The man was there spreading fake news. Spreading fake news. Guys were there. Ju- the cake was about to jump on the plane. Exactly. Go down for weed and wives. You s- and now check. A bit of both. You know? So what does that teach us? Hmm. What does that teach us, Simon? That a verified account uh-huh. is not a credible source make. Okay. Not what I was going for, but yeah. yeah. Actually, I I, I, I thought you were going to say that don't believe everything you see on the internet. Yeah. And try to do your recharge. So you must touch it. Okay. Okay. This is not radio. Dracaris. Dracaris. The past few days I've had really sad news in Uganda, but in particular, there was an incident that made me sadder Mm -hmm. than the news that led to it. Okay. Right. Uh, Honorable uh, Chibule, mm-hmm. Ronald Chibule, State Minister for Water, mm-hmm. uh, lost his twin sons. That story was terrible. Yeah, they drowned in the pool and uh, they weren't saved in time. Mm. The reaction on social media, however, I don't want to call it Schadenfreude because but this is like next level. Yeah. Schadenfreude, of course, being finding joy in someone's misfortune. Mm. But for the, the way people were reacting, because somebody lost their children, mm-hmm. regardless of what they have done, there is something they call basic human empathy. Mm. It's never, it's, it's never, why would you gloat at somebody who's lost their children? It was very disturbing to see, actually. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Daniel Kalinaki, uh, he writes a, a column, a weekly column. Yes. And he was asking, where did we get broken as a nation? Mm. Empathy. And he said a lot of things in it that took me back. And I realized... We've lost sense of community in this, in, in this country. Yeah. Right. For instance, back in the day, lunch, where you were, that's where lunch happened. They will feed you. They will feed you, mm. right? When you were heading home or when you were leaving home going to school and there were people on the roadside waiting for a ride, 
wouldn't your parents stop and say, hey, where are you going? Mm. Jump in, I can take you up to there. Yeah. I can take you wherever it is. Many times, like if you had pickups, they would tell you to go to the back. As the kids, yeah. Uh, the kids go in the back and then people, strangers by mm. the way, but elderly strangers would jump into the cabin. Very true. Right? Mm. You would be punished by anybody. By the way, if you were seen misbehaving and you're nowhere near your parents, mm. the nearest adult will discipline you. Would whoop you. Mm. And you couldn't report to your parent. So because you'd go and say, so-and-so beat me. Why? What were you doing? Gray, you might get an, a secondary whipping. Gray, and this time, eh, <laughs> it would be a proper one because that's now parental. Hey, it be like, you know, I'm beating somebody's child. Hey. I'll give them two slaps. Uh, your mom is like, Gray, maybe I can make another one. Uh. <laughs> Whoop your ass. Till you're just there, just twitching. Eh? Uh. You know when you're just twitching? Uh. You're breathing just enough to keep the blood flowing like so. And then she'll nurse you back to health. Yes. She'll be like, I gave you the life, I'll take it back. Mm. Where did you lose that as a society? It's, when yeah. did we become so cynical, so unbrotherly? I think it is, you know, much as I didn't agree with what a lot of people were saying, I could, oh, I hesitate to say understand where they were coming from, but because of the things people have seen, and I think this is also what uh, Daniel Kalinaki was saying in his article, if you're seeing people getting away with uh, crime, if you're seeing, you know, people just stealing with impunity, mm -hmm. the corruption and so on, and it eventually, I think, would break any society down where people would be like, you know what, I just want to say that they don't really care about us kind of thing so if those guys say you're looking at it from the angle of these people are benefiting so much off our misfortune yes so the universe is balancing things out unfortunately like there's a way i don't know karma is at play here exactly i think that's how a lot of people are looking at it they're like yes this man has lost his children but how many ugandans have you know lost their children because there was no way to get them to the hospital when they got to the hospital there was no medicine or there were no doctors or there were no nurses or there was negligence you know all of that mm. I think has played into this. And it is really, really tragic. Because I think, on the whole, as a nation, Ugandans, we're good people. By and large, yes, yeah, we are. We really are. We, we are. Ugandans mm. are nice people. I think so. It's just that we've, you know, taken a few hits we've over the years. Browbeaten. Yeah, I take a lot of hits over yeah. the years. Puff, puff, pass, man. Now, check. Dude. I'm just sorry. You're saying? <laughs> yes, I'm saying. <laughs> let's find ourselves again. Okay, fine. Let us return on ourselves. Right. Let us find the, you know. You understand? Yeah. The colors of our flag. Mm. Black is. Um, my God, I have a lot to teach you guys. Let's skip the first two colors and go to red. It's brotherhood. Okay. Red symbolizes brotherhood. Okay. The blood that binds us. I just thought black. Let was us a, find it. Away, my okay? New Jersey. Sorry. No, 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 <laughs> no. Don't. Just don't, KK. Fine. Ugandans, please, my fellow Ugandans, let's find ourselves. Let us. Let's return on. Let's ourselves. gather around the Lusania. All right. But where, where are the Lusanias, by the way? No music, no frequency, no annoying commercial breaks. Not radio, season three. You know what? Do you ever sit there and think, 10-year-olds, what goes through their heads these days? Sex. 10-year-olds? 10-year-olds. Yes, the age of first sex in Uganda has gone down to nine, statistically. So okay. it wouldn't be far-fetched to think that they're thinking about sex. <laughs> but look or at, at least masturbation. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? To be honest, though, um, I did discover that act of self-love around nine. Anyway, <laughs> um, a 10-year-old in their little world, Michael Jackson is a zombie pedophile. Okay. Right? Oh, in their world, Twitter is the ish. Okay. Yeah. In their world, things like um, Ferrari is crap, the Lakers are crap. Mm -hmm. Mind you, who are those? Mm -hmm. eh. They're basically a Liverpool fan of the 90s. Like, who's Liverpool? Mm -hmm. Speaking of sports, Man City... To a 10-year-old, is the biggest club in the world. Yeah. yeah. To a 10-year-old, it's okay to have a black U.S. president. 
It's normal. That's what it's, they know. It's the norm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're yeah. right. So when Man City lifted the title over the weekend, um, ten year olds were like, "This is normal." I mean, I was there cringing and crying with Rudende in a n- different reasons. Yeah. But they were thinking, "This is actually normal," and that's really, really scary that Man City have made this sh- so normal. But I'm, man, you previously made it normal. Yeah. 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 I mean, the 80s Liverpool made it normal. Yeah, yeah. but I think you're yeah. talking about the whole thing of legacy teams, right? Because, yeah. I mean, even when Man U did it, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. But it was sort of expected. Is that what you're saying? Like, exactly. if you look back, where, where was Man City when Man U was doing that magical shit? By the way, when they, like, relegated twice or something. Thank, Thank you. you. Like, uh, they were just quiet. Okay. Were there any Man City fans in UG? That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Were there were, were there fans outside the top four then? Exactly. Thank were there Chelsea fans in the nineties? I don't you. know. It's a scary world. Mm. A world where Trump is president and a world where Man City just win year after year mm. and they keep bridging the clearing this gap. It's mm. now thirty two points. And yes, Kong's the champions. But it's scary as F, right? Wh- why? Because just look around. I mean, well, many of our clubs are thinking, we need to get back to the top. Mm. A ten year old is thinking, what top? You were never there in my life. I see it. I see it. But you, as somebody who knows how it was back in the day and the way that they struggled, yeah, they were blessed by getting money. I'm basically a Liverpool fan of the yeah. 90s. Saying yeah. We're going to get back to the top, but yeah. Man City's keeping whooping our ass. And Chelsea's whooping our ass in yes. the 2000s. Yes. So, again, let me ask. If Man City didn't have money, yeah. would they be where they are right now? Well, I, again, I'll tell you. Remember when was really, really rich? The first billion dollar club. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. They had a lot of money. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did. But see, this is the new normal. Things change. Oh, I'm so scared. If, if reality TV stars can become yeah. presidents, right? And these oil rich sheikhs and uh-huh. emirs yeah. can buy clubs and if pump not, money. Why not? Into, if not, why not? Money is all about the glow up. So, City, exactly. All mm-hmm. I'm talking from this is that listen, if you're a side piece somewhere, mm-hmm. don't you worry. Mm-hmm. A day is going to come where the main piece won't even matter. Because as a Man U fan, I'm there thinking we are now the noisy neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> because see, my beautiful goddaughter is like, eight. she made eight. Yeah. Seven. Eight. Decide. I'm off. Godfather. Decide. Anyway, <laughs> in her world, she was born the day Man City won their first championship in 2012. All right? Whoa, that so was that, first. That poor seven-year-old there thinking, this is a new norm. <laughs> my uncle, my goddad there yeah, yeah. is delusional. He's like my father, who's more delusional about a club in the 60s. I know. So as we close this very sad, painful topic, yeah. Kongsman City, but screw our world. <laughs> this is not radio. Better than a popcorn husk lodged in your throat. My fellow Ugandans, please lend me your ears. There is a situation that is building in this nation and needs to be capped before it goes any further because the very fabric of our society as a whole will unravel and we shall go into anarchy, chaos. And of course, we'll have a situation where people can't even get fresh matoke. Learn to line up to Mbav, Mubadechi. I was at the mall. People are coming to the money point. We're all there waiting. Some lady comes. Strolling in, with bollegs, by the way. Bollegs. And even her shoe had Lubege as if she walks in. So the, the, the bollegs was even accentuated. See, you know Lubege. 
Translation, please. You know when you've worn your shoe so much, it starts to slant. The hey, heel okay. starts to slant. I'm with you. Yes. You know why? Yeah. Because you haven't got chiropractic realignment. <laughs> so your legs are not supposed to be... You, you're compensating. So one, one side of... You understand what I'm going at? You're not distributing your weight evenly. Yes. Which together? Hey. Have you been chiropractically realigned, Sima? Let me go and check. You better. <laughs> it is very crucial. But back to my story at hand. There we are lining up, and this lady just comes and walks past. So it, I, I actually said, I spoke up. By the way, my fellow Ugandans, please speak up for your rights. Don't allow people to just jump, jump cues anyhow. I ask her, madam, you see the rest of us lining up here? We're not here for our health. And she says, but I only want airtime. Oh, to God. which I replied, even us, you want airtime. Can you go to the back of the line? So she looked at me, walked away. Looks at me, and I think she cast me, by the way, because she kept looking back <laughs> as she walked away. She actually went on the escalators and stared at me. Hey! So great. It was, it was major. I was did, like, okay. Did you cough like a loose loose dios? No! Mm. no not, not dios like so. Eh? But something started eating. <laughs> so we started eating. Eh? I started praying. <laughs> because you have to count and bind all. <laughs> Let's things... <laughs> you can wake up in the morning and things aren't there. Mm. And then you start to realize, great. Urination might be a problem from now on. <laughs> so I prayed. I did not fast, but I prayed. I had to make it. My point is, my fellow Ugandans, there is an order to things. If you see a queue, if you see a, and especially in our history, mm. we have a history of lining up. Mm. Back in the 70s and 80s, things were scarce. Mm. When you'd see a line, you don't know what it is. Soap, sugar, salt. <laughs> just just go and line up. We could be voting. Yes, yeah. just I mean, really, uh, if we you. come from a history of lining up, where did we go wrong? Dude. We've lost our empathy and our lining up? We drive on pavements. No, forget <laughs> that one. That's for, another, that's, that's for another time. Line up. It's true. If you just maintain Musururu Moja, things will move. <laughs> it's true. Every idiot who, who makes a second lane, that's what causes the jam. But I only have air time. No. Even me, we have groceries for the whole... Even me, I wanted to I want our only air time. Mm. Okay. Why do you assume that you're in more of a hurry than I am? Thank you. Because they're about to block my card. Why don't you go and... Hey, let them block it. Mm -hmm. Stupid. <laughs> How? My fellow... No, you can't stop this. Well, the 15th of May has come and go on. Let it, it come and go. You will line up again. Why don't you line up before? Stupid. And then don't even get me started on the ladies who go into the ATM, that vestibule, to send an email. What are you doing inside there for 20 Look, minutes? it's not only ladies... Because I've seen that thing. I'm like, you people, the whole point of the ATM is supposed to be quick. Exactly. Get in, get out. Yes. You don't need a receipt, yes. first of all, because they'll tell you on your phone. Yes. Yes. Tell them. In fact, stop printing papers that you're just going to throw. Mm -hmm. Climate change. Yes. Yes. So, my fellow Ugandans, the point remains. Let us return on ourselves. Line up. It is very simple. Line up. Ah. Fagamk. This is not radio. What, you thought it was the BBC? So unless you live in a hole, you will have uh, managed to miss all the noise that oh, was sweet. being... Which hole? Lumumba, <laughs> Livingstone, UH, Mitchell. A hole. A hole. Yes. There's a ponta saying, <laughs> I'm always living in a hole. Yes. Stupid. I'm sorry. Anyway, unless you live there, um, you will have missed all the noise that was being made on social media about Game of Thrones, Season 8, Episode 5. I'm not going to post, to post, or to, to, to mention mm. any spoilers. Um, yes. Even though, you know, by this time, if, you, if you're a fan, you would have watched it. But anyway, 
um, a lot of people were up in arms. Um, there was a, a clash of anticipation versus reality. In fact, there is even a petition going around on social media for the producers to redo the entire season. Wait, not just the episode. Or maybe it's just the episode. Say, wait, guys. They're like, you know what? Throw this one away. You do it again. Yeah, I mean, I, I have many feel very cheated. Mm. Oh. Yeah, they, f- they feel like my new fans right now. Like, come on, man. But Myself a- included. <laughs> but may I have a question? Hey. And let me ask Ngafala. Uh-huh. It's based on books. Didn't you read the books? Yes, but you see, where we are now in the TV show has surpassed the books. First rate. Hmm. So it was based on books up to It was based point. on books, I think. And now I maybe guys are making it up as they go along. They're not making it up as they go along. Okay. It's just that there are no actual books. And I hear that, uh, that the writer himself, he was like, you guys, you're not going to put me under pressure. Fine, you have a TV show, wonderful. But me, I write as I write. If it yeah. takes me two years, if it takes me three years. Now, you know what we GOT fans are like. We're yeah. like, Gwe, we can't wait. You guys, we stop pushing it. the thing. Exactly. So yeah. he was like, pick a struggle. So either you wait uh, or you just chill me. Here are some bullet points for you to go with. So, so as an avid fan, like a collective erection of frustration. Yes, exactly. A collective erection of frustration. Yes, you know that. That's like a single sex school, yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> In prep. <laughs> Stop it, Sima. It's like you guys are determined to traumatize me today, <laughs> but it's fine. But anyway. One thing that can be said is, as much as I didn't enjoy the story in that episode. The cinematography was spectacular. It was. Mm. Yeah, the special effects were amazing. The fight scenes were dope. Okay. There was mob fire, you guy. I, I was reading about that. They say that uh, this is the best, is it best battle scene ever. Is it no. cinema or TV or movie? You see, again, without saying too much, mm. I don't think it would be really fair to call what happened a battle scene because it was very one-sided from where that's, I was sitting. That, that, that's not a battle. I, so, no, hey, it was one very one-sided. Probably uh, episode three. Yeah, but yeah, episode three, that was amazing. Over 55 nights yeah. shooting. Yeah. Are you serious? 55 nights. Episode three was to dope. To give you that episode. Yeah. Wow, and, 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 you know, it came a close, a close second, I think, to Battle of the Bastards. Ah, yes. I love that one. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But you see, for once, I thought to myself, much as I'm very disappointed, I was disappointed in episode four, I was disappointed in episode five. And I said, but within my disappointment, mm. let me look for some inspiration. Wait, wait. So you decided to channel your frass. I decided to channel my frass. Okay. Do you know so many great songs have been written by that? B- exactly. Because of that. And you see, yes. Rutende. Yes. In fact, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Presenting. Oh, oh. Sima's top five tunes that should have featured in Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 5. Oh. The Bells. Are you ready? First of all, um, I was just going to hit you guys with like a top 10. Mm. But then they told me, no, you first. Drink some water and comport. Okay. So I said, fine. Okay. If you guys want a top five, I'll give you a top five. Huh? But I must have what? Honorable mentions. Honorable. Honorable mentions. Tell us. On the Seema's tunes that should have featured in uh, Game of Thrones Season 8. Episode 5. Yes. Firestarter by The Prodigy. It's a tune. Yes. Yes. And also Ashes to Ashes by David Bowie. Mm-hmm. A favorite. Yeah. Uh, also, another honorary mention uh, Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash. Yes. And also, this song, which often is, um, is believed to actually be about a sexually transmitted disease, but I think it could be used in this context, and that's Burn by Usher. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Uh, those are those are uh, my honourable mentions. Oh no, one more. Fire burning by Sean Kingston. Yes. yes. Somebody go That one. Ah ha. Yes, those are my honorary mentions. Did he get back his watch? 
did he? Finally, officially presenting Seema's top five tunes that should have featured in Game of Thrones season eight, episode five. Number five. Now, this one is a favorite of mine. Um, and it is by The Myth featuring Tikita, and that is Fire. <laughs> Lighter. It's a tune. It's a tune. I like it very much. Like to light to light to lighter. Mm -hmm. Number four. Now this one. This one, Rudendi, this one is actually a special dedicate. Because I know that this this particular artist has a very special place in your prepubescent heart. Yes. Yes. Who? Who? None other yes. than the princess of Africa. Huh? Yvonne Chaka Chaka with I'm burning up. Oh. She was burning up. She was what? She was burning up. But first, hold on. Mm. Yvonne Chaka Chaka is Uganda. No, check. Can we Finished. not? It's, this is not ah, for now. It's not for move now. Move on. Okay, very good. Taking the... Number three. This one is uh, none other than uh, Mama Egypt. Mm -hmm. Also known as um, Muchala Beats. Yes. Uh, Alicia Keys. Yeah. Girl on fire. She was on fire. She was on fire. She was having hot flashes. Yeah. As if. I think that, was, that must be what it was about. She was mob honey. I don't, or maybe she had a yeast infection. I don't know. <laughs> Moving swiftly forward. To number two. Yes. Now, this one would have made it to number one, but the artist was my life. So <laughs> I just took a decision and put him at number two. Wait, you decided? Yes. King for the Jungle. Bawa Zuwainer. <laughs> Munene Munene. <laughs> Baby Cole featuring Dizzy Nuts oh. with... And finally, Dizzy Nuts, Galiwango. Where did he go? He died. Oh, he did? Yes. Oh, gosh. He was knocked somewhere, those ends around Tureka. What? That's nuts. It's mass nuts. Number one. Taking the number one spot. Ozima's top five tunes that should have featured in Game of Thrones season eight, episode five. I'm probably going to get a lot of uh, shit for this one, but it just seemed apt. Mm -hmm. Okay, this tune, um, this artist, very controversial, particularly in this day and age. In fact, he's actually undergoing a very serious trial, okay. and we might never see hide nor hair of him again. What? I'm talking about none other than Robert Sylvester Kelly, who's at the top of my top five with Band Up. <laughs> Band Up. Bandap. I love this tune because it incorporates Rudy's favorite genre. No, it's not rock. <laughs> Reggaeton. Yes. Yes. Oh, by the way, that guy, he, he, brought, he brought the flames on Indeed. that one. Pun Indeed. intended. Especially the part where the guy says, your ass is on fire. Uh, your ass is on fire. Very good. Not radio, season three. This episode has been nice because, well, we talked about uh, Man City winning the Battle of the Bulls. <laughs> We talked about um, Game of Thrones, where a whole army has no balls. <laughs> now, <But laughs> I have a question. What? Are they, is it only the balls they're missing? Even they're la 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 Yeah. So they're just they're, they're blank. No, no. They are blank. They're unsullied. Okay. Um, you know, Grey Worm, their leader. I mean, he had a, a lesbian relationship with his woman who got killed. No, um, but you know, we'll go away from that. In Uganda, mm -hmm. there's a recruitment drive to get boys into the unsullied. What? Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? Yes. What eunuchs? What do you mean? Uh, uh, Unix, they just remove the balls. Uh -huh. the, 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 the root stays. Yeah. The unsullied, they no. move everything. Mm. Are you serious? Yes. Mm. Scorched earth. Yeah. Because they claim that without the balls, mm. you can concentrate. Uh, without the impenance, yeah. eh, you wake up and you fight. But how, but how will I be? Don't mind. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, this story just hit the papers, and of course, the grammar's a bit sketchy, so you'll forgive me if I mix it up. Mm-hmm. The police have bust a rocket that kidnaps young boys, drags them, mm-hmm. and robs them of their most valued body parts. Kidneys. Brain. Their uh, testicles. What? Yes. First wait. How? We shall continue. They're like chifesi of balls. Of balls. So they are playing in a, with your friends at a, a swamp next to like a place where we record from. They are watching you. And they're just saying. They, they are watching you. Are you serious? Yes. So you can't bust a nut. Nah. First wait. And I, I have so many questions. Let's carry on. Carry on. Maybe you get, I'll get clarification. Okay. Huh? According to the police, the testicles are later sold abroad for thousands of dollars. What? Yes. Uh-huh. Now, this kicked off in uh, 2009 where a victim from, and get this primary school. Bosolo Primary School in Kayunga District. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> I don't make it up, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah. See, see my, you have questions? Rudena will tell you what Busolo means. Busolo is like collective. Genitalia. Male genitalia, yeah. Hey, right. Busolo. Casolo is one. Busolo is many. I get it. He was kidnapped in Kayunga District and they kidnapped him and they cut on the head. The grammar in this thing. Then pulled off his testicles and left him unconscious in a pool of blood. He made it, but not his balls. <laughs> Hang right. on a second. So they don't even like remove them surgically. They just grab and rip. Yeah. My God. Hit you on the head. When you wake up to pee, you be like, wait a minute, I don't feel right. That's you terrible. S- yeah. But they caught them. Oh my goodness. They have busted the rocket. Um, because, you know, kids can't bust a nut, they gotta bust that rocket. So, hey. that's happening in our country. Um, many have fled back to, to Kenya, where, because there were, of course, investors who are trying to buy these balls to mm. sell to the states and many have gone back to their country and the police claim listen over 15,000 cases like this have been reported in our country are you serious standardly that's really scary very scary that is very very scary absolutely and they're targeting kids kids why fresh balls or what fresh balls never oh busted not in their lives what did I say so I'm sharing just a tip with you out there, watch your balls, all right? Man, you didn't. We lost a lot of balls. <laughs> Just saying, you ball boys, watch them. Don't trust your friend. You'll be like, yeah, I know a boy with very good balls. Mm. Watch your balls. Of course, you need to. Let's check if they're there. Time for some Twitter shout-outs. We've got a tweet here from Kevin D. Katalemwa who says, This is a job for not radio. He wants... To know the meaning of smaller lies as used by the minister without portfolio, Al Haji Abdul Naduli. Well, um, smaller lies is, you know, if you want to make something small, yes, the process of making it small mm. is to smallerize it. Exactly. Like to make it big is to bigilize. Right. Yeah. Okay. I get it. He's a he's a guy without portfolio and obviously without grammar. So mm-hmm. carry on, please. Don't stop. Yes, yep. Also, a tweet here from at Komusana who says the randomness of not radio slaps different. What an idiotic wow. What? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Hard cuts. Season three, episode four done. Ha 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 ha. Still collecting myself. Ribs broken for days. Always look forward to the next episode. Good. Bless. Love you guys. Hashtag not radio. Okay. A one Fiona Kamikazi Ruta Gengwa has said, Sima, mm. I worry about you. That is? Not really, it's not healthy for you. <laughs> Man! <laughs> because I'm in the studio with you guys. What? What? Uh, Sima. Uh, Fiona, come on, help me! Sima, has there, has there ever been a problem? <laughs> I first, need help. First, first, wait. Have you suffered because of us? <laughs> huh? How? 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 
Um, Begumisa is the best. Uh, he says, Rudy, uh, at the beginning of every Not Radio episode, thank you for downloading. And yet for me, I'm there streaming like, well. We see you. Yeah. Mm. But when you stream, aren't you technically as if downloading? <laughs> yes. Don't smallolize the guy's tweet now. Okay, okay sorry. <laughs> thank you, Edward. That's a 3D underscore word says, Sima, you always have questions. And so you do what? The man, don't smallize his, his, uh, his no, queries also. He said I always have questions. That was a question in and of itself. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. At NotPal. Just started watching Not Radio from season three, episode four downwards. On episode two now, and still going. And I want my day back. I have questions. That's right. Uh, Paul Humph, I want to know your supplier's name. Yeah. You can actually see us. Oh, she's just outside the window. Let me first check. Do you see her? I can't see her. I don't see anything. <laughs> you're scaring me. Uh, this is voyeuristic behaviors, eh? Please. Hard slowly. For all I know, she could be like hanging on the ceiling like Spider-Man. Fuck. Do you see? Uh, no. Are you under the table? She's not here. Okay. Okay. I think we're safe. For now. This one is from at underscore Susan underscore Nava. She's replying to uh, you, Sima, saying, Rudende, so the boom, baboons in Niger speak Luganda? Well, hmm. I will have you know yes. that baboons, baboons are polyglots. Oh, and migratory as well. So they have a similar a similar language base across the world. What is this country ignorant? Child let me ask you a question. In fact, you know what, Susan, let me ask you a question. Eh. The cows in Russia, eh. do they mow in Russian? No, it's not really do, the same. Do they thing. more in Chinese? I don't. I don't. Do they more in Osa? I think. I'm telling you, eh? Uh, languages are what caused divisions among the humans. But we're talking about all baboons. these. Yes, all these baboons. They speak the same language. They speak Luganda. Mm. So if you go to a baboon somewhere in Vladoslavics, it will speak Luganda. The baboons in the Amazon speak Luganda. Even the ones that used to be there in, in Australia, which are not there anymore because the dingoes ate them. Australia. They used to speak Luganda. Baboons. No, seriously. Think about it. Language is a human thing. Yeah, calling Australia, Australia is speaking Luganda. Thank you, Priz. This episode of Not Radio was brought to you by... Silent Scan. The national effort to guard eggs, otherwise known as nege. Do you walk around fearing that someone might touch you or masawo? Might take away your abitengo tengo. Do not worry. We have iron underpants in the literal sense of it, of course. We will guard you and we will guard this nation's testicles. The national effort to guard eggs, otherwise known as nege. If we can nege one, you can nege two. Now offering a special discount to those in Kayunga. Book before 30th of June and get a discount on your second book.